listening to Fireside Chats with Roadside Shaman on Open Lines Radio. Follow Hannah on Instagram at Roadside Shaman. Follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. And check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. Now stay tuned for Fireside Chats. Enjoy! Well, hello again. Hello. This is Hannah Smith LaFriends, aka Roadside Shaman on Instagram, coming at you with another fireside chat. And uh, hello, welcome. I am fascinated by this creation that I am uh, collaborating within right now. Uh, this Open Lines Radio universe is such a wonderful, playful cohort of magical beings that um, <clears throat> I think I found myself a little bit uh, overwhelmed with the options as far as what subject matter to dip into and where to go next as far as chats go because that's what we're here to do we're here to chat and uh i don't know if you guys have noticed the difference in presentation the difference in creation or output or whatever i have i've noticed the difference the difference seems to be i'm focusing a lot more on conversational flow collaborative flow and less on this individual verbal processing. I just haven't been doing a lot of this solo verbal processing. I've been doing a lot more conversation. And to be honest, a lot of the conversations that I've had have not really been uh, cleared for or approved for or ideally suited for release to public uh, consumption. Or, or to join the public discourse is maybe what I should say, is that some conversations are really about us, our individual perspective, clarifying our individual vibration and perspective. Sometimes it really is about self-talk. Sometimes it really is about talking with our different versions of ourselves. Sometimes it's about talking with the different versions of ourselves that are our mirrors that live closest to us and having those deep conversations, you know. Sometimes it's about having that self-talk with that mirror passing down the highway or passing in the coffee shop or passing in the school bus, you know, waiting line or whatever. Sometimes it's just about that self-talk with that one person that we've been putting off having a conversation with because we know exactly where the conversation is going to end up or we think we do. And then we wait and we don't talk to that person. We talk to everybody else and we come around and around and around and we don't reach the conclusion that we know we're going to reach at the very end when we actually do sit down face-to-face with that one facet of the 30,000-lensed eye of that dragonfly mind and we look for that point of integration, that point of agreement, that one little pocket that one little path, that narrow path through the funhouse mirror maze of this plane of existence that gets us out of discomfort and into ease, that gets us out of anguish and into grace and mercy, that gets us out of 
you know, doubt and into faith that gets us out of um, confusion and into clarity, you know, that gets us away from the warehouse and towards the register at the Ikea, you know. Uh, have you guys ever gotten lost in an Ikea warehouse in the middle of a sensory meltdown? No, just me, just me. Let me give you a key to victory that I have discovered in the state of panic that can be uh, becoming lost in the Ikea warehouse. The key to getting out of the Ikea warehouse in the most effective and efficient way possible, I've discovered is follow the arrows, but follow them backwards. In other words, notice where all the arrows are in the Ikea warehouse is pointing you where to go and just go backwards out of them. Because usually what they're trying to do in the Ikea warehouse is keep you within their, you know, 3D maze of, uh, you know, it's like a virtual reality version of their catalog. Basically, they're just, you're stuck in an ad. You're stuck in the most polished and perfectly merchandised version of their merchandise that basically is the longer you're in it, the more of their bullshit you're being conditioned to want to purchase and so if you want to get out of the ikea warehouse you have to follow the employee path or the emergency exit route so look down at the little arrows and follow those arrows out backwards and that usually is really quick the other way you can get out is um if you look for the bathroom signage right because they usually make the signage to the bathrooms pretty clear um and then usually the exits are near the bathroom uh you know so uh yeah I don't know why I felt necessary to share that tip to y'all but I've been thinking about it a lot um it's actually it's a it's kind of a spiritual metaphor in my uh, system of uh tarot cards that I'm translating I think, uh, was it the Three of Swords? Yeah, Three of Air. Tochichinamali, Three of Air, Three of Swords, Saturn and Libra. Turmoil, betrayal, heartbreak, logic, ideas, intellect, growth, creativity, expression. A beta fish will attack its own reflection in the aquarium glass. A bird will try to mate or eat something tempting from the other side of the looking glass. Fun zone mirrors are a terrible way to build the understanding and awareness of our relationship with ourselves and within our environment. To find your way back to your home, view. You must watch your own footsteps before you leave them behind you. Does that make sense? It's like watching for landmines. Alt text. This is what it actually says in my journal. It says hashtag alt text floor arrows at Ikea. It's basically a bullet point uh, to uh, get me to remember this metaphor of like how you get out of Ikea is by following the arrows backwards. Yeah, see which direction they're facing, but walk the other way, dear. Walk the other way. Sometimes... You know, let's use a, uh, let's use a uh, migration metaphor, right? Uh, we follow the buffalo through the prairie and uh, behind them plant our corn seeds. 
Do you know what I mean? Like they did the work for us and we're not maybe even going the direction they're heading, you know? We kill a few and while they're smoking, you know, while they're being skinned and smoked, we, we wander around the neighborhood and plant some cornmeal in the detritus of that uh, uh, rumbling herd, digging up all of the grasses. They do work that our digging sticks didn't have to, those hooves, those mighty, mighty hooves. So, uh, yeah, that's a big, uh, that's a big spiritual metaphor. Tochichinamali, three of air, three of swords, three of wind, three of mind. Feel free to change your 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 mind. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I pushed record today. This little dalliance with uh, Rosie Copacetic and um, uh, the Experiment House, a.k.a. Saraya the Great, uh, and Angie at Between Blue Worlds on Open Lines Radio. I've been binge listening Open Lines Radio. And um, this concert I was listening to, another one of my friends was playing back. They're listening to that same concert, making Instagram stories with sunbeams and their fucking toddler and their dogs and all of their like awesome magical bullshit that they're surrounded with. Like all of my friends seem to be surrounded with awesome magical bullshit. Like because that's our aesthetic. Like our aesthetic is... Um, you know, Ogre's planetarium, basically. Like, all of my friends' Instagram stories, backgrounds of their personal lived environments look like altar spaces. They all live, they all look like they live in temples and altar spaces. And of course they do, because of course I do. Like, my temple is amazingly complex with all of the different altar spaces that are present and active and like being adjusted constantly being engaged with constantly being updated being desecrated constantly like all of my instagram friends that um flow in this particular lane their temples look similar and it's just yeah i'm super about it we all kind of look like you know that house in E.T. with the busy mom and the three kids? It was like kind of a mess, but kind of tidy. Like, that's the orderly chaos of our spaces and places. And, uh, yeah, I just, um, I'm really feeling it. I'm really feeling the vibe of our flow, of our conversation, of our um, connection on the quantum level, like the enmeshment, you know, the bit flipping that's taking place on a quantum level between each of us and seeing the impact, hearing the resonance, you know, like tuning forks all singing together in a room. Like, I don't know if you guys understand this physical principle 
or not. Maybe it'll sound pedantic and like I'm talking down to you. I don't mean to if that's the case, but hopefully if this is new information to you, you'll be excited to know that the vibrations are contagious, right? This is, this is encouraging because it means that we impact one another. We, we impact everything and everything impacts us. It's all connected. And so that means that when you clean up your vibration, you clean up the vibration of a lot of other stuff. When you attune yourself to something, you attune a lot of other things, you know, that collective agreement that wherever two or more are gathered, that agree and add, that's a powerful medicine. That's a powerful magic and it's a powerful principle. And it's real, guys. It's based in the collective agreement of all the lab coats and clipboards you can, you know, care to shake a stick at, right? There are tons and tons and tons of really, really, really smart, educated, you know, hashtag not crazy, whatever that means, humans out there that collectively agree that the physical principle of vibration being contagious is true. We can all agree on that. We should all agree on that because enough of us have seen it that it is reality. And sure, in a quantum reality, all possibilities are actuality. So I hold space in my consciousness for the possible reality, you know, in this multiverse that we are experiencing that some vibrations may not be transmittable. Some vibrations may not be contagious. And or there may be some spaces in which vibrations are isolated and vibrations only stick within themselves, right? I, I believe enough in the quantum reality to hold space for that alternative reality which, which I do not believe in. In other words, I believe that somewhere out there Beneath the pale moonlight, someone's thinking of me and loving me tonight. Yeah, I just totally quoted American Tale lyrics to you, and that's fine, because you know what? I'm a 90s kid, yeah, and an 80s kid and a 70s kid. I grew up for a lot of years. It took me a long time to grow up. And I started mid-decades, so, you know, my, my feet span many territories. The point is, in a quantum reality, all possibilities are actualities. So that means if you can dream it, you can do it. If you can think it, you can be it. If you can seek it, you can find it. If you wish for it, it will be created. It just is. It's about resolution, it's about condensation, it's about practice, it's about attentional focus, but anything, 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 anything and everything that can, could, should be, is, ought, was. Do you know what I mean? If you don't, I'm sorry, because English is a super terrible language for trying to express spiritual principles through. All I can say is, anything you want you got it. Anything you need, you got it. Anything at all, you got it. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Anything. Anything. The way is the why. Do you understand? The way is the why. Leaning into the why of your desires brings forth the what of it. The how is the barrier. 
The how is always the barrier. Saying how do I get it? Oh, boy, howdy. And how is that a band of resistance? The how. Don't ask how. Think of the what and the why. You know? The how is the most amorphous thing in the universe. How it gets to you and how you get there? Oh my gosh. Recalculating, 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 recalculating. You can almost hear the universe's GPS spinning like a top while you change your blinker, deciding what you want. What do you really want? What do you really want? What do you really, 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 really want? Right now you want a ham sandwich. Do you? Are you kosher? Do you want that on bread? Would you rather have a hand sandwich? Do you know what a hand sandwich is? Or I call them um, unwitches, non-witches, not a sandwich. In other words, where you just take some meat and cheese and roll it up in a tube and eat it when you're hungry from the fridge. You know? Keto. Trying real hard not to say acidosis after that because, you know, that's what I usually think of when I think of keto. <clears throat> this is a ramble. Officially, you guys, we have gotten full channel to verbal ramble. And that's okay, too. Because mudras help and sometimes they really help to unlock things at a clip, 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 clip that uh, makes it hard for me to put my filters on. Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You in particular know what I'm saying. Yeah. Slip, dip, trip, fantasia. Someone opened up a cantaloupe the other day and it started playing the song Cantaloupe in my mind because that's how my synesthesia works. Um, it plays songs and movie clips for me in the background of my mind. Like it's just like a constant projector that's just running. And I sort of can turn the volume up or down on the clips, but they don't really ever go away. And so when I find myself humming something, somebody asked me to like, stop, just can't you just stop? It's like, no, I'm sorry. I can't push pause on the weird random playback in my brain that started without my volition and usually ends without my choice. But sure, I can hopefully try to reform those sensory pathways into a way that does not externalize the experience in a way that other humans can perceive. I can do that. I can totally do that. I'm well practiced at that. Been conditioned at that since I was a wee small nonverbal child. Yeah, I can do that. For you, kitten. For you, poodle. For you, I can do that. I can do that. I don't have pets, by the way. That's why pet names are hard. I usually end up saying sweetie or honey, but these words have been used in such negative ways that even those sound weird and bitter and ironic. So kitten and poodle have been coming to my mind a lot lately. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll call people noodles. Okay, noodle. My little noodle. Because, you know, dumplings are popular in Chickasaw cuisine and so I just think of noodles like a little noodle dumpling dumpling noodle my little noodle I could just come up with Chickasaw terms of endearment flip through the dictionary and find the ones that were used the most prevalently or you know what have you 
We do know how to say, I love you in Chickasaw. Chihololi means I love you. Chihololi means I love you like you love me. Because reciprocity is reality. That's vibrational attunement. That's vibrational contagion. I love you like you love me. I love you. I love you. I love you. I do. I love you. I love you with brown eyes or blue. I love your eyes of green and gray. I love your eyes, though black or far away. I love your eyes shining or fuzzy. I love your eyes busy and buzzy. I love your eyes purple, lavender, pink, gold. I love your eyes and all the colors they hold. I love all the colors your eyes behold. <laughs> mm. Yeah. That's a flow. That's a download. So what do I do with that, you guys? Do I just let that go? Do I just let it flow? Do I leave that in? Do I edit it out? I've taken to editing my conversational ones to accommodate the comfort levels of my guests. But for me, in my past, I just would send it in unedited. I didn't know how to edit. It was hard to edit. Now it's easy to edit. I could go back in and totally trim out sections of this, no problem. But ought I? Ought we trim? Who's this flow for? I feel the healing as it flows through me, in my code, in my cells, in my bones, in my teeth. But who else is it for? Is there someone else waiting for these words of healing? Masaru Omoto did the work. He showed us, proved it, that vibration in water is super powerful, responsive to words. Water responds to verbal programming. You speak into water and it changes its shape, literally. And if you don't believe me, just Google that shit, okay? Just Google that shit. You can see the discord in our water in those experiments. And you can see the, the, the aesthetic beauty, the clarity, the crystalline shining joy, the ebullience. You can see it all. He found a way to graphically represent what we do to ourselves when we speak foulness into each other's life or heart space. He found a way to visualize our love and blessings and prayers of affirmation to one another. He found a way to show us how when we bless the water, we bless the water. And how when we curse each other, we curse each other. So Google that shit. It'll change your life. It'll change the way you talk about things and people and two people and things but the main thing is if you know that you're a vibrating sack of water that speaks truth using water vapor that you've attuned in your vessel and it just scatters out you know that you're contaminating your whole field with your attuned water cells 
with every verbal expression, every word that comes out of you. Golly Moses, no wonder the four agreements has so much to do with how we talk. Be impeccable with our word, impeccable, beyond reproach, pristine even. Why? Because water comes out of it. When we breathe our air, the words are carried on is sound vibrations of water vapor going through our vocal cords out into the air around us. And it's fucking contagious, you guys. It's more contagious than the virus or the microbes or the weird little critters that, you know, float about us constantly in a cloud of amorphous abundance. Wu-chi. That's a term I learned this week. You know chi means like energy, chi, life force. Wu-chi is the energy of chi, the layer about an inch around you in any direction. Like it's your immune system, basically. It's the cloud of you that's you. It's not attached to you, but it is of you. It's sort of your your shadow self, your buffered self, your outer, your immune bubble, your force field. That's my understanding of what it is. Well, it's mostly made of your words that you breathe out. And so I'm just telling you that so that you can think really carefully, as I do, as I am doing, as I have done and continue to do, I think really carefully about the words that come out of my mouth. Maybe it has something to do with the um, hyperlexia or the um, rigidity, but I do think quite a bit a lot about my words and how I choose them, how they're chosen, how they flow through, you know, how much choice is in the choosing, how much will is in the choosing, I should say. How much will is in the choosing? And uh, I have a lot of words from which to choose. And yet certain ones pop up more than others. Some of them keep coming back and keep coming back. No matter how much I try to, you know, delete them from the file. They're just, you know, they're ghosts in the machine. They just keep resurrecting themselves. So then I think, well, that's ancestral trauma, right? Or something, ancestral wisdom, ancestral coding, ancestral resilience. We have it all, you know. If you bear your ancestors' trauma, you definitely bear their resilience. If you uh, have their instincts and you, you know, flinch around spiders, well, you definitely know a lot about spiders. That's a good thing. The fact that somebody, you know, got sick and died from it a hundred generations ago doesn't mean that you will it means that you won't because you know to avoid the spider you know consciousness being aware and integration of all of those selves clamoring at you for your attention inside yourself and outside yourself I think that that's what this time is about, this time of flow where I just let my mouth run and try not to think too much about who we're talking to or why or what or how because it's for me. I'm talking to me. I'm chiefly talking to me about me. It's an archive for 
myself for what I believe and why I believe it and how and you know it changes from moment to moment week to week month to month year to year and now I have an archive I have a record and it's mine and it's of me of one of my me's that I am that we are that we be but that's okay because it's a living thing too and it keeps getting added to and I'm not the only voice there and other people speak into it and I know I have more conversations pending and they're gonna post eventually and there'll be echoes by then there'll be feedback there'll be feedback because we need feedback in order to hear one another really Nothing we hear is totally unfiltered. We always hear everything with the echo of our own voices inside our head. Yeah. We all hear that. So anyways, we all hear that. And so I wanted to have you guys hear something that... um, I wanted to share. It's a seasonal piece. I feel like we're coming up on the close of summer, you know. The uh, equinox is running apace, fast approaching, galloping along the edge of the horizon towards us. I can kind of hear the hoofbeats. Um, autumn approaches. Or spring if you're on the other side of the globe in other words we're reaching that middle point getting over the hump and really uh leaning into leaning into that uh declination you know it's a shift it really does feel different when we hit that point. So um, it feels like a ceiling. S-E-A-L-I-N-G. Ceiling. Not a ceiling like C-E-I-L-I-N-G. Like the roof of a room. Ceiling, a closing, a closure, a resolution. Because this was a piece that I found just the other day in my... Um, uh, notes like I was I had opened up the notes app to save something and I guess I don't use it often or like barely ever really because this was something from uh June 26th I guess I resaved it and now it's saved from yesterday but uh it was June 26 2018 so over a year ago So I'm going to read it at the ceiling of this summer season, even though it opened last summer season. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a piece on summer. Summer is this blue sky. Summer is this waxen leaf. So lush and dark, we can see your smile. Reflecting in that soft arc. Summer is a low buzz and a mirage so heavy your head bows under the weight. 
Summer is homesick. Freckles camped out on our shoulders once again. Once and again. Summer is a scream of withering blossoms skittering across the path. Summer is a siege disguised as a hiatus. Summer is here. Winter is everywhere else. Spring has departed and autumn was never real anyways. Summer is this lily blooming bright and strong for the whole day. Summer is not a season. Rather, it's a mood or a way. Summer is not to fight. Summer is to stay. In a single summer day, one can see a million lilies. Knowing each lily sees but a single summer day. Summer is only ever one glorious, infinite, miraculous day. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that flow. So there you go. That's a flow from a long time ago, and I feel like it really does seal this at 33 minutes and 13 seconds. Oh, my God. Of course. One, two, three, p.m., Divine timing, of course, ideal. It's ideal. And it's real. The connection that you feel is really, really, really real, you guys. It's physics, and they've proven it. It's just everything is in tiny little pieces, like a, you know, 117 skillion, jillion piece jigsaw puzzle that, you know some toddler ate all of the corner pieces out of it feels like we're never going to click them all together but we will we will keep reaching keep sorting keep seeking keep finding it's really real this connection and it's really happening we are connected we are psychic we are beloved and our love changes one another we are beloved we, that's the other one. Okay, there's another one. Be love, beloved. Be love, beloved. That's the other one. That's the last one that we're going to read, and then I think this is going to be done. There's another piece that flowed when I was writing for the Chickasaw Tarot, and it came out of me almost like, um, like a chant or mantra, and it had to do with where I just took the words, we be loved, and beloved we be and changed the order and the spacing and like the capitalization to kind of change the way the inflection happened it was the flow that came through for ten of cups ten of water um so ten of cups <clears throat> ten of cups ten of water is pakoli oka our wholeness is shared by many is the m- mantra meditation that uh, she wolf tarot gives us and that's basically this concept that i've been coming from is like our quantum nature the small singularity that we each are individually as a one singular i if we become a we if we integrate ourselves the different parts of ourselves, into a singular sense of wholeness that integration that self-integration that self-awareness that selfishness that self-focus, that self-centeredness, it it contaminates, it it 
extrapolates, it exacerbates, it grows, it crystallizes, it fractals out from us into a sense of unity, into a sense of integration, into a sense of oneness with every, 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 everyone else around us. Everything and everyone around us. If we get whole, if we get integrated, if we get one, if we become one in our wholeness, it's shared around. It's shared. We be loved, beloved. We beloved. Be love. We be loved, beloved. We be loved. Be love. We be loved, beloved. We be love. Beloved, we be love. Love be we. Chihololi means I love you like you love me. Chihololi, 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 chihololi. This is a spell. Mars and Pisces, okay? Fill your own cup, okay? Fill your own cup that it can pour out into everyone around you. Ontoklo Oka is the card I was working on today. That's the flow that came today. Seven of Cups, Venus and Scorpio. Seven of Water, gluttonous debauchery, choices overwhelm, fantasy, escape, illusion, deception. There's a reason they call the blended soft drink taken from every spout a suicide because it is death of self to allow another to fill your own cup without at least some preference declared. No one can taste with your tongue beside you. Pretending you are okay with whatever hatokya shows up in your cup can breed bitter discord and foul fermentation. Speak up before you drink up. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. So remember how I told you how I, my synesthesia, my spiritual downloads, I hear songs playing, I hear echoes, recording, whatever. Let me hear, let me clear my throat. That's, that's a hip hop song. Google it. Let me clear my throat. Like I can't really make the growly weird hip hop music sound that you need to hear. So Google it and play that medicine for yourself. Cause I assure you it's good medicine. It's good medicine for this energy that's happening right now. You need to have personal preference. You must have clarity of your personal preference in order to speak your truth clearly into this cacophony of, uh, of uh, a symphony of creation in which we dwell. Okay? You must. You must. So... Real, really just take that time to self-integrate, to be clear, to talk to yourself. Talk to yourself, you guys. Talk to yourself out loud and even record it and play it back sometimes. You'll hear how crazy you sound. You'll hear like, you'll hear what an asshole you are. You'll hear how much you interrupt yourself or interrupt other people. You'll hear how negative your self-talk is. You'll hear how funny you are. You'll hear how witty you are. You'll hear how creative and gentle and loving you are. You'll, he you'll hear how uh, much of an encourager you are to yourself or others. You'll hear yourself in a way that you maybe haven't ever considered yourself before. If every once in a while you sit down, push record on the little voice memo app on your phone, 
and just record something. Record for a minute, record for five minutes, record for an hour, and then play it back and listen to it. Listen to the words that you're putting out into the universe. Listen to what other people are swimming through when you let your mouth loose, when you unleash your tongue of fire, you know? What are other people being exposed to, being contaminated with? And this is not a chastisement, okay? This is an exhortation. And if you don't know either of those words, Google, Google them too. Chastisement, exhortation. Chastisement, exhortation. Chastisement, exhortation. They're words of spiritual attunement and correction, to be frank, to be clear. Okay? Chastisement means... I'm wagging my finger at you. I'm not happy with what you're doing. Exhortation is patting you on the shoulder saying, hey, good job. That's a really good idea you just came up with there. You know? Uh, I really just feel like me knowing how powerful my words are has given me more control over them. Just knowing they matter has given me a huge e-break on my freight train of a tongue. So, yeah, it's helped me overcome some of my blockages, um, my resistance, and it's really helped me to put blocks up and resistance and filters where I needed to. It's worked both ways. So this is both chastisement and exhortation, I guess, in equal measures. Um, how uh, balanced of me. Yay me. Yay we. Yay for me, yay for we. So, yeah. 42 minutes. That's it, guys. That is it. Because it's too legit to quit. <laughs> All right. Um, go fill your cup. Fill your cup that you may fill your neighbor's cup. Fill your cup. Fill your cup. Fill your cup. Fill your cup. And remember that I love you and I don't even mean it ironically. I'm not kidding. I'm so serious. I love you so much. I love you like you love me. And I love you like I love myself. I'm learning to love myself super well and amazing love is showing up in my life in multitudinous forms that are beyond description. So I'm wishing that kind of love and reciprocity and balance to be cast out into you and your field too, because it's happening for me. So if it's happening for me, it's happening for we. If it's happening anywhere, it's happening everywhere. So what's the haps hap? I'm happy in my happenings. And I'm calling happiness in for all of you. And uh, blessings be upon you, upon your countenance, within and without, traveling mercies, and uh, comfort in your hermitage and isolation, if that's where you are, and uh, soothing in your season, wherever you roam. Uh, Blessings on your migration, of course, always. And I will uh, talk with y'all later. I will catch you on the flip-flop, as they say. 
and I say chokma chepisalacho, which means hello, I will see you, for we Chickasaw have no word for goodbye. And I will say again, chihololi, 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 for I love you like you love me, and reciprocity is reality. Later, Gator. Thank mm-hmm. you.